Welcome to the Betting with a Barber's Podcast. Touchdown, Tiki Barber! Intercepted, taken away by one day Barber. Barber will go all the way. Hosted by former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki Barber. Tiki with a career-high 213 yards rushing. Rondé Barber. That is an interception. That's Rondé Barber's 10th of the season. And featuring Ron Kruk. Produced in conjunction with GreenRollMedia.com. The world's premier sports betting podcast network. Rooted in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Intercepted. Rondé Barber. To the pylon. Touchdown, Tiki Barber. And presented by the world-famous Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com to get in the action with better odds, favorable prices, and an expansive betting menu. Now live in Nevada, Colorado, and New Jersey. Sign up today at Superbook.com. Superbook.com. NFL kickoff is almost here. Hey, let's dominate today. The Barber Twins are buckling up their chin straps and about to take center stage. Let's get the former player perspective on this weekend's NFL betting action with Tiki and Ronda. It's betting with the Barbers. Under center, here's your signal caller, Ron Crook. Welcome to week number nine in the NFL. This is Betting with the Barbers, powered by Superbook Sports. I'm Ron Kruk. They are former New York Giant Tiki Barber and former Tampa Bay Buck Rondé Barber. Guys, I'm sorry for being down a little and sad today, but we are still mourning a tough loss here in Denver, saying goodbye (laughs) to number 58, Von Miller. I'm sorry. Yeah. It was, good. it was good for Vaughn Miller <laughs> to put it that way. Even though it's bad that he's leaving his his what was forever home. I never thought he would be gone. That's it's it was actually surprising that it came to this, but with the new contract due sometime soon, uh it wasn't right for the Denver Broncos. So adieu, Vaughn. It it still sucks though to leave a team that you think yeah. you're gonna be with, you know, your entire career. Like if the Bucks would have came to me in year eight and been like, all right. See you, dude. I would have been like, are you kidding me? All, all the work that I've done, that I've put in yeah. the heart and soul, I am the soul of your team. And you just jettisoned it. Uh, but you know what? My boy in, in uh, L.A., uh, Raheem Morris, you can't mess up anymore. He's <laughs> got <laughs> absolutely right now on defense. They are clearly going all in to win a Super Bowl at home, a la the Tampa Bay Bucks. Just saying. Without a doubt, they don't even care about draft picks. And I think it it was a win-win for pretty much everyone. Vaughn gets to go to a Super Bowl contender, make one more run. And the Broncos got, you know, a second and third round pick. Uh, he's a free agent at the end of the year. So they got something out of this. And that was much needed for them as they start the rebuilding process once again here in Denver, but a, a little honor to my man, Von Miller. It was a, it was an awesome run and he'll always be loved here in Denver, but guys, we begin this week's show. Wow. With some major breaking news affecting one of the top games this week. We were so excited to finally get Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes, Packers versus Chiefs to headline week nine. Uh, These two had never faced each other on the football field, which was blowing my mind last night. And that will not happen this Sunday as Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and is out 
this Sunday. Guys, you know, this story is going to continue to evolve throughout the week. Um, but, you know, the news coming out that Rodgers has not been vaccinated and the NFL flat out has a long list of activities uh, that unvaccinated players cannot do, including gatherings at bars and concerts and house parties and a video of Rogers dressed as John Wick at a yeah. Halloween party has gone viral. So we could see some fines coming to Rogers, maybe even a suspension. Uh, give us your take on this breaking news. Yeah, the both the biggest thing here, Ron, and uh, there the updated odds as we just are, are are hearing this. It was KC laying a point at home in Arrowhead, a notoriously tough place to play. It's now gone to seven and a half. Kansas City's laying wow. seven and a half, so that affects significantly the view of this game. But from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint, I mean. I don't want to say that this something like this was bound to happen, but with all of the acrimony that was going on in the offseason and the Jordan Love conversation, when's he going to get a chance to play? Will he play? You don't want to see it happen like this, but now Jordan Love's in a prove-it spot, right? The team has won seven games in a row. They've looked unbelievable. He's going to get some weapons back as Devontae Adams and Alan Zard will be here. Their run game has been spectacular, four and a half per tote for both of those guys, A.J. Dillon. Uh, and and Aaron Jones. And so it's set up for him to be successful. You do lose Robert Tanya to the ACL injury. So that's a, that's a bummer. But, you know, from an Aaron Rodgers standpoint, this is what happens when you're an unvaccinated player in the National Football League. Uh, and we didn't know that he was not vaccinated. Now we do because he's going to be out for at least 10 days, maybe even longer. Um, and right. it's a it's a bummer. Right. This team was was grinding towards another NFC championship game. And it looks like it's going to be derailed at least for a couple of weeks. You know, your point is, is spot on, Tegan. And, and when I heard this news, it made me think back to Aaron Rodgers' offseason. You know, it, obviously mm -hmm. there was a lot of beef uh, about you know, possibly the Jordan Love controversy, him wanting more control, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe it was about him trying to make a statement about being vaccinated. I, I, to be honest with you, I, I was unaware that he wasn't vaccinated. Um, and so that he the ends up getting COVID is, is not a surprise at all to me. Um, you know, this was the game of the week on the, uh, on the other network Tiki, but this was the game of the week. And um, I was so looking forward to this 425 kick and, and watching these two teams play. Cause look, I can't, I can't trust Kansas city. Right. And, and, and Aaron Rodgers and green Bay haven't lost since that week one uh, shellacking by, by the, by the new Orleans saints. And, I'm right. thinking to myself, this is, as I was preparing for this, I was like, how do, how do you describe this football game? Brian Greasy said it great on Monday Night Football. Arrowhead doesn't have the same mystique right now because the team is playing, you know, so up and down. And I was going to say, Green Bay is a better team. You know, I give a lot of credit um, to uh, Matt LaFleur and what he's been able to do with this football team because they're not putting up the numbers they put up last year. You know, Aaron Rodgers not having MVP type numbers. Uh, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, that partnership is, I mean, it's working. Tiki, you know what it's like to have that dynamic power back duo. These two dudes are, are dominating and they won last week without Devontae Adams. So I, I, I went in saying this is going to be a, a, a no doubt a, a Green Bay win just because you can't trust you know, Pat Mahomes not to turn the ball over or, or his myriad of, of great receiving talent to, to not turn the ball over in the red zone. But I mean, I, I'm doubting it now. Um, I really want to like Pat Mahomes and say he's going to turn it around at some point. But as Tiki knows, he's on our fantasy scene, team and Dan Arnold had more points than him last week.
That's oh disappointing. Yeah, disappointing. If you don't know who Dan Arnold yeah. is, he's a tight end that Tiki picked up from Jacksonville out of nowhere. And I'm like, who the hell is Dan I, Arnold? Had, it took me a minute. <laughs> he had more points than Pat Mahomes last week. So, look, that I think this line funny. now, if it's moving to seven and a half, um, I mean, you almost have you almost have to take it still. It, it, it's Green Bay. They're going to cover that, I think. I, I like And Aaron, let me just set uh, that up quickly uh, before we get to Tiki's take, too. So as he said, this opened up Kansas City as minus two and a half and on Monday. It went down to minus one, the Chiefs, uh, just a few days ago. And then the news broke. Aaron Rodgers will not play. Even if he tests um, that he uh, tests negative, he'll be forced to miss this game. And the line, thank you so much to uh, Jay Cornegay from uh, from Superbook Sports getting us this line. It comes in as of this recording as Chiefs minus seven and a half. Let's make our picks, guys. Um, uh, Tiki, your I'm thoughts still- on this one? Yeah, no, Dronda, you, you can finish here in a second. But yeah. you know what? I, I love the Chiefs at minus seven and a half. I know Ronda's thinking the other way, despite you know how bad the Kansas City Chiefs that they've led they've led the league in turnovers all season long. They now have another they added another one last week with that interception against the Giants. So they're plus they're they're 18 turnovers on the season. They're minus eleven and the turnover differential on the season. Their defense has been horrendous. They're trying to make some upgrades, so they just traded for Melvin Ingram, who was a malcontent right. with the Mike uh, Tomlin-led Pittsburgh Steelers because they only have 11 sacks in the, on the season, which is the second least in the NFL. Um, I don't think this is going to make a big difference on getting after uh, Jordan Love on the other side, but I do believe that Pat Mahomes at some point and maybe I'm just blindly believing this at some point you is are. going to stop trying to be a hero. If you have mm. to scramble, just scramble, get five yards, right? Don't try to make a miraculous throw into some tight window. That's going to get tipped and picked off like it was Good last point. weekend. So at some point, I think he calms, he, he finds a way to calm himself and become the Pat Mahomes that we've known. And I think he does cover the seven and a half. So give me the chiefs laying seven and a half at home in Arrowhead. Well, I've given up on Ronde? trusting the Chiefs. I'm, I'm, I've given up on trusting the Chiefs. So I, I'm, I'm against you. Do, do they have talent? Absolutely. Do they have a Hall of Fame coach? Absolutely, they do. But man, they, they find ways to beat themselves. And, and, and I go back and look at their look. Go look at their record, Tiki. They've only beaten marginally good teams: Cleveland, mm-hmm. Philly, Washington, and your New York Giants. The teams that they've lost to: Baltimore, the Chargers, Buffalo, and Tennessee. And now they're going to play a pretty good. Uh, Jordan Love led Green Bay team. I'm still taking Green Bay. They're, they're, they'll cover seven and a half points or whatever this line ends up being. I, I, I think the trend continues with them. They, they can't beat good teams right now. Battling Barbers, I like it. Make sure you keep it to superbook.com to check those odds because this line could change again. This, as of this recording, this is the latest odds from superbook.com. Download the Superbook app to stay on top of this. Quickly, guys, to me, it's crazy. This is back-to-back weeks, even before the uh, the Aaron Rodgers news broke, that the Packers are underdogs. And the Chiefs, I was looking this up, the Chiefs have only... 
two wins this year against the spread. I was taking uh, Green Bay early on too. I just, I'm with you, Tiki. At one point, you just think that here he comes. He's Mahomes is going to be Mahomes, but that offensive line is not playing up to what their billing was supposed to be this year. Um, The Packers won without three wide receivers. It's a different deal not having Rodgers, but I think Love keeps it close, and that that Kansas City defense is just horrendous. Uh, I'm going with the Packers on this one. All right, so let's move on now to game number two. This one should be fun uh, as the Tennessee Titans come in with a 6-2 and two record, and they travel to L.A. to face the 7-1 and one Rams. The Titans uh, – Uh, are coming off an outright win as an underdog in Indy and will begin life, though, without running back Henry, who is likely out for the season with the injured foot. On the flip side, man, the Rams dominated, guys. The, The Texans for three quarters last week before taking the fourth quarter off and allowing Houston to score 22 points in that uh, in that fourth quarter. And depending on what number you had, uh, if you were laying 16 and a half, that was a real bad beat last week. The odds coming into this game, Rams open minus six and a half. They are currently minus seven and a half. The over under is 53 and a half guys. uh, I'll pass it over to Rondé. Give us your take on this matchup. Well, this is a big spread against a team that's on a four game ride, right? They've beaten some pretty good teams, Buffalo, Kansas city, uh, the overtime win in Indy. Um, But you know, they also lost to the jets and maybe the jets aren't as bad as we think they are. Mm, Mike white, maybe. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say this. I'll tell you this. Tiki will love Tiki will love this comment. Derrick Henry, or the Titans without Derrick Henry, is like Liverpool without Mohamed uh, Mohamed Salah. There's mm-hmm. no chance the team oh, scores wow. that they have been. I think they're top five or something in, in points scored. Uh, but you can't replace you know uh, 930 plus yards that Derrick Henry had in those 10 touchdowns. I mean, Jeremy McNichols. I remember when Tampa drafted him. He's just a guy, dude. He's got 56 rushing attempts in his career, and so you're mm-hmm. asking the question. Can Ryan Tannehill match the L.A. Rams offense with A.J. Brown and the often injured Julio Jones? I, I'm, I'm saying absolutely no chance. You know, I, I think they have good coaching. They find ways to stay in games. Um, but we talked about the opening show. The L.A. Rams are exponentially better now because of 58 not wearing orange anymore. Mm. <laughs> that guy wrecks shop. And along with Aaron Donald and – uh, and, and the rest of that defense, there's, there's no chance Tennessee is able to keep up, right? If you win a game against L.A. in the, in the manner that, that Tennessee has been winning games, you run out, the, you, you milk the clock, you shorten the game, you, you score tough touchdowns, you play good defense. They're not going to be able to do that against this team. Cooper Cup's going to hit 1,000 yards this week. Uh, this Rams team is rolling. I, I, seven and a half. It's probably a good number because it's just over that touchdown mark. Um, but I, I would I would take the Rams 100% here. Yeah, Rondé, it's hard for me to disagree with you on this one. I love Derrick Henry. I think he's an amazing player. If he if he would have stayed healthy, you said this earlier this week, they, they literally ran the jumbo wheels off the dump truck, man. Uh, he was just a man. And nowadays, it's uh, I see this Tennessee Titans team struggling. Like they have to flip their identity fully flip their identity 
in the middle of the season. That's really, really hard to do. Now, they may catch some teams um, unawares, and Ryan Tannehill all of a sudden turns into a, a big drop back, play action pass type passer, which we saw when he first took over from Marcus Mariota. But it's not going to happen without the consistency in the in the run game. And it's not in and, and, you know, Jeremy McNichols or uh, 33. Five-year-old Adrian Peterson, uh, maybe, but I, I don't. I don't see it happening. I love the Rams here, laying seven and a half. Leonard Floyd is also in that mix with Aaron Donald and now Von Miller. Obviously, Jalen Ramsey back in the secondary. This defense is going to get after them. But the most important thing is this Rams offense with Matt Stafford is ridiculous, right? Yeah. They they move the ball at will. Twenty-one of their last thirty-six possession, they've scored points, and that's count. That's not counting the couple of you know halftime or end of That's game where they just take a knee right right they, they they score when they want to and i think they'll do that against this tennessee team which has struggled defensively at times they're going to really struggle this night uh, uh in this game give me uh, the rams laying seven and a half at home clean sweep guys i'm with you i'm taking the rams i mean i'm not bad. i'm going against vaughn's first game with the rams number one no not being a homer you guys hit on it uh, there's so many aspects without uh without uh, Henry in this game that puts a lot of pressure on Tannehill to to keep up with this offense for, for the Rams that's just hitting on all cylinders right now. Uh, I, I think there's going to be a high scoring game, but I like the Rams to cover. The Rams have been favored by seven and a half points or more five times this season, and they have covered the spread in only two of them. But last week was uh, one where they just let the backdoor cover come in. Uh, I'm going with the Rams. Quick update from SuperbookSports.com, Superbook.com. Super Bowl odds, guys, coming in from our producer, Mike Rigg. Uh, the Bills, nine and two. The Bucks six and one. And the Rams, sitting at six and one, even with the addition of Von Miller. Mm, I like that. The Bills in particular, their defense is playing out of control. And Josh Allen has got to be cr- climbing that, those ranks of the MVP uh, odds as well. Agreed. Still Tom Brady. Four more <laughs> touchdowns, 375 yards. I don't even care about the interceptions. Still Tom Brady. Why we talk about this? I think we got a good topic for next week for sure. All right, it's time now for the Superbook Sports Barber Brothers Games of the Week. Remember, before you lock in your picks, stay on top of the latest lines at superbook.com and download the Superbook app. All right, game of the week. Tiki, what do you got for us? So I'm going to look at the Minnesota Vikings visiting the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens are coming off of a bye week after that big loss that they had uh, to the Cincinnati Bengals, where we thought the Bengals were all of a sudden this great team, best team in the the uh, AFC now. And they lose to the Jets. What the heck is going on uh, in the AFC? But I do like Baltimore to rebound. They're laying five and a half at home. Uh, they get a, They had a week of rest and a week to recalibrate themselves. Obviously, with Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews, they have one of the great wide receiver tight end combinations in the National Football League. Their run game, regardless who's behind center, is going to always be stout. I mean, this is a team that regularly rushes for 3,000 yards as a team. Most teams, when they have a great season, it's like 2,000. All right, so they they're going to they're, they're going to get back to what they do best. Uh, but more importantly for me, 
Uh, Rondé talked earlier about the mistrust of the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel that way about the Minnesota Vikings. And it's not because Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback. I think he's actually a really good quarterback. And statistically, you'll throw out numbers and be like, man, I think damn good, right? But at the end of the day, he's always become this check down Charlie, uh, non-risk-taking guy who in critical moments can't make those plays. And we saw it uh, very evidently last week against the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They were one of 13, one of 13 on third down. And there was a play, I forget, it was middle of the second quarter. Uh, He had his running back, you know, kind of a check down in the, you know, in the, in the flat and Thielen was coming six yards deep. He, he had his choice. They were both right in front of him. He threw it to the running back. He lost four yards. Like his eyes didn't, he couldn't even look downfield. And so I think that that's a, uh, a, a situation that an aggressive Baltimore defense is going to take advantage of with Kirk Cousins. I think they cover five and a half at home and get back on track. I like it. A quick update. A lot of the betters are agreeing with you, Tiki, as the line is now sitting at Baltimore minus six. Mm. Odds to win the AFC North. Baltimore still the favorite at minus 125. Cincinnati, Rondé's Bengals took a took a shot last week, uh, but have been on fire. Sorry, Rondé. Seven and two odds, and Cleveland and Pittsburgh are at both uh plus. 575. All right, there was Tiki's game of the week. Ronde, what's your game of the week? I promise you it's not going to be Cincinnati because, oh. you know, <laughs> after watching Mike White and uh, Michael Carter carve <laughs> the <Bengals>. crazy. <laughs> Uh, I can't. I can't trust the NFL. I text Tiki uh, on Sunday night and said, "Dude, I I cannot trust the NFL." You know what it is though? It's good though because you know it's a true meritocratic NFL. You're gonna have yeah. to prove it. You're gonna have to earn it to win. <laughs> so is, true. Game of the week, Tiki. You'll appreciate this too. I really wanted to talk about the number nine Wake Forest Demon Deacons. Nice, nice. dogs on the road at Carolina. Who are that four. makes no sense. No makes sense. No sense. What, what, like, who does this? Uh, but my game uh, is- You're uh, going is deep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My game's a good one. It's the Patriots and the Panthers. And, you know, the Patriots might be better than we give them credit for. And Carolina is technically still in the race, uh, despite having a, a four-game losing streak prior to beating Atlanta last week. Um, I, I don't know that, New England's going to be able to catch Buffalo. Uh, you know, I think as we've mentioned many times on this show, and I'm sure everybody agrees, Buffalo is the class of the, of the AFC right now, uh, especially with Kansas City struggling. But they can win ugly games. They can win with an average offense. They can maintain possession. I, I don't think they're really going to find ways to beat you down the field. They, they don't stretch the field, right? They are very methodical in their approach. And this Carolina team that it started off so hot, especially on defense, has really kind of taken a back a back seat because their quarterback has struggled so much. I mean, I hate to say it, but Carolina's chances hinge on Sam Darnold, who's out with a concussion possibly this week, playing. Um, um, you know, they had, he had three picks against Philly a couple of uh, – three, four weeks ago. Yeah. He, I don't know what happened to him after that. It's like he never recovered. Now he's got a concussion, and if P.J. Walker has to play, P.J. Walker of XFL fame – uh, who played with uh, for Matt Rule at Temple? If he has to play, it adds a dynamic to the game. Yes, he can run, but this dude is three of fifteen in in passing so far this year. There is no way 
no way he has a chance to beat this New England team that's riding right now. They still have some talent on defense. I think they'll give New England a game. But if this is, is three and a half Patriots on the road, I, I would take the Patriots. They 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 find a way to win this this football game, even in Carolina. I mean, I've been to Carolina games. I used to do games in Carolina. If Carolina's not in it by halftime, the stadium's empty. So and and, and Patriots are gonna have no so problem great. winning on the road, especially after doing what they did last week, which was making me look like a fool going to Sandy, uh, Los Angeles Chargers and winning there. So I, I told I'm, you, back, didn't man. I tell you, I told you, you about the New England Patriots and I told you to take the Patriots on the money line as well. Look what did. happened. He, he did, man. I got to give Tiki credit. He, I mean, Rondé, I was with you. I, I liked, especially after the bye week for the Chargers to really come back and, and the long trip for New England. But that New England defense is playing a lot better. Uh, right. I, I like them against uh, Carolina as well, but history okay. doesn't lie. They're now ten and two, and against teams coming off the bye week, That's ten and two, not nah, their bye week, other teams' bye weeks. They beat them. I'm just telling you. That makes no sense. Yeah, the only intriguing thing here is is Stephon Gilmore getting to play against uh yeah, that's a good point. Old team. It's not gonna it's not gonna matter, but he does. I knew I knew Tiki was gonna get that pick in this week. <laughs> I mean, and well deserved, man. You you uh you picked New England last week and, and it came through. So all right, guys, great stuff with the game of the week. And now back by popular demand, it is wish we had a drum roll. It's Bob. <laughs> Better known as Bucket-O-Bets. Bucket-O-Bets. Man, you just when you thought it was gone, it's it's right back here in uh, popular demand. Three bets, random bets, picked by our producer, Mike Rigg. And uh, I'm just going to go in. I'm going to pull them out, guys, and we're going to get your take on some of these that he has picked out. Here we go. Oh, wow. We're going baseball, fellas. Yankees. Your New York Yankees plus twelve hundred to win next year's World Series. A quick shout out to uh, hey the city of Atlanta breaking yeah. that losing streak and getting it done. I give props to those guys. They uh, that's been a that's been a long time yes. coming. What are we thinking great. about the Yankees next year? Yeah, I got I got to tip the cap to Snitker. He was fantastic, and to Freddie Freeman finally, you know, getting that World Series. He banged a couple yeah. of home runs. One a couple of nights ago that was four sixty was one of the purest swings you'll ever see in a postseason. Uh, but Jorge Soler is the man. Man. The absolute man, no doubter in the second inning or whatever it was. He hit that three-run home run. Uh, he's he's the man. So out uh, of the stadium, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Plus twelve hundred for the Yankees to win the World Series next year. I'm gonna say, I'm I, I'm no, I'm not taking that. Here's and here's why. I love I love the Yankees. They're my team. But until they get their pitching situation corrected, which was horrible last year, and that's including Garrett Cole for a big stretch of this season, I just can't trust them. Their bats are fantastic. The names just jump off the page. But yeah. it's it, the, the the home run, strikeout, or walk scenarios that we find uh, them them playing with is just it's it's it doesn't work, especially in a in a baseball that's evolving back to how it used to be. The teams are in the World Series, the Astros and the Braves, they can manufacture runs. Right. It was a, it was a, in, in game five, this was the one that the Astros used to extend it. Uh, Martin Maldonado stood on the plate. Like he literally stood on the plate with the bases loaded and they said, throw a strike. I bet you can't throw a strike. And they didn't. They walked in a run. So that's, it's like old school baseball that the Yankees aren't espousing right now. 
They bring Aaron Boone back. I like the guy personally, um, but I don't like their chances to win the World Series, uh, at least not yet. I think only three teams, I was just looking it up, only three teams in the uh, American League had better records than uh, the Yankees. Unfortunately, two of those are in their their division. (laughs) Tampa and Boston. Uh, are are the detriment? They can't. He, they, the Yankees can't beat either uh, yeah. right now, and it, it, it's likely because of pitching. I, it, it's definitely not because of hit, hitting. It might be because of managing. So you're going to tell me twelve twelve hundred to get past those two teams? First of all, I'm I'm going to say no. There's I would there, I would there's no way I would approach this bet, and unless you're that Homer Yankee fan, <laughs> and they're out there you every know year. That this is our year because we're the elitist Yankees. We're gonna go yeah. buy somebody. <laughs> hey, or well, you know what? You know what? That's a good point, Rondé. If I'm a New Yorker and I have an extra grand laying around, I'm gonna do that because that you, get, was you, my get, point. You, you you win twelve grand. You know what? Yeah, if I'm a yeah. New Yorker, do that. But if I'm and someone in like, often do you get plus twelve hundred with right. the Yankees? Yes. But if I live in Wisconsin, I'm keeping my grand for my. Oh, you know, yeah. whatever. And you know, Cub fans are already throwing their money on you their. Absolutely, uh, you absolutely oh, just paid my point. So unless unless you really love your Yankees and you want to make that money, don't bet this. If you're a Tampa guy, you're you're not going. Oh, Yankees twelve hundred. Yeah, I'll take that because you know they're not going to want. You know you're just giving away your money. Yeah, I mean, what great insight! I I, I think we got to keep betting with the barbers going for baseball season next year, don't you guys? Job uh, security. You're gonna make you're gonna make you're gonna make me watch four hours of baseball every week. Oh that's gosh, that's, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> and this guy's a Mets fan. I, we oh, won't even wow. go into this. My mom from Brooklyn, she raised us Tiki to hate the Yankees than to really like the Mets. But, you know, it's a long story. We, we'll save that for the end of the year show. All right. One last, one last bet here from Bucket of Bets. Here we go. Drum roll. And I love this one. The 0-7 Detroit Lions plus 500 to go winless. 0-17. Wow. Plus 500. Mm. They're not going. They're not going over. Uh, they they do enough. Uh, and they play games close. They played the Los Angeles they Rams. did. And you know, they the last couple weeks. Teams close. Now, I remember when they did go 0-16, Rod Marinelli was, was their head coach. And it was very similar situation. New, you know, young, not young, Rod was old at the time, but first time head coach didn't really have the staff that he wanted because, you know, you get hired late in, in, in the process and you, it's impossible to get the guys that you want. But eventually, like your plan starts to materialize, like uh, Robert Sala's plan has started to materialize. Right. They're starting to play together. The Jets are finding ways to, to win. They beat two, two good teams this year. You know, they may stink. But they beat two good teams. Detroit, when I watch them, and I've watched them a couple of times this year just because I like Dan Campbell. I like the way he mm-hmm. is as a coach uh, and the way he handles his guys. They're going to get it right eventually at one point. You know, can Jared Goff go win a game? Yeah, Jared Goff has got some – he's got some gumption. Is he a great quarterback? Probably not. But he he's going to find a way to not mess up a game, and they're, they're going to win. So 500 to go winless? No, no way. They're, they're going to win a game. I can't it's take hard this bet. To the NFL. It's yeah, hard it is, to go win. The there's ten games left. There's ten more that they have to play. Uh, yeah. So 
I mean, and and Dan Campbell's my dude, man. He was he he's was, awesome. I, he played he's with awesome. him. He blocked for me. Some of my oh, ten thousand wow. yards are, are be on, on his back and his leg. So I can't take this bet. But I also see them playing hard every week. Now, every now and then they do get blown out because Jared Goff, as Ronnie mentioned, it's a good quarterback, but it's just he's uninspiring. I don't think David Blau Blow is going to do anything for them, their backup, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Jared Goff goes and takes a seat. And just for whatever <laughs> difference, rallying making a different rallying just, just, yeah, exactly right. Whatever yeah. it may be, uh, the Hawthorne effect. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, get David to get the backup in. Uh, we might see that happen, but I don't think they're going to go with a winless. So I'm, I would not take that bet. They have a pretty tough schedule. I was just looking at it. They still got Pittsburgh. They got Arizona in Seattle, Green Bay. But I like the Thanksgiving Day special. They have the Bears at home. Oh, nice. And I think that's where it all comes to an end. So I, I'm with you. I'm not taking that bet. And it's I, you feel for the Lions. I mean, you guys have those connections with, with Campbell and, and, the, and that team. I, I think they're going to get at least one win, maybe two. Maybe yeah. we have to see what the odds of getting two wins are. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not push it now. Yeah. Okay, all right. That's, That's what easy. I might take. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, that was awesome. As we're wrapping up this week's show, we want to remind all our viewers and listeners to enter into the Superbook contest that gives you a chance to hang out with the Barber Brothers in Las Vegas on Super Bowl weekend. One lucky winner will be picked. And if you want to get your name included, just send in a question for the guys all week long via Twitter. It's just that simple. Hit us up at the handle at Superbook Sports, at Rondé Barber, at Tiki Barber, and at our Cruck. And you're in. This week, great question coming in from, well, we wouldn't have to travel him. So this one guy is the leader in the clubhouse right away. At Vegas, Jake Jack. Um, here's his question, guys. Uh, he asks, is Daniel Jones the answer at quarterback for the New York Giants, or will they invest in a high draft pick at quarterback? Well, I can't answer the first one, but I can say the second one, it, they absolutely will not do. They will not invest in another quarterback uh, with a high draft pick for a couple of reasons. One, this year's draft class is not that great. There's a lot of question marks around Malik Willis from Liberty. Uh, you know, absent that, you're 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 thinking about I don't know, maybe Desmond Ritter um, from Cincinnati. Like the, the names just aren't going to pop off the page as this guy is a guaranteed star in on on the next level. Uh, and with that said, the Giants aren't ready for that yet. They still need to reestablish their offensive line um, and and more importantly, stay healthy. Figure out like the culture. Uh, that's there. I think Daniel Jones has done enough to prove that he's the guy for right now. And that for right now, I mean, this year and next year, and maybe even the year after that, if they have to put him on the uh, the franchise tag. So uh, they'll, they'll take their time with this decision because he's shown just enough and he's good when he's, when he's protected. I think Daniel Jones is a, is a good player. Is he top 10 quarterback eventually? Probably not. I can't remember. Somebody made that comment at some point, and uh, and I just I just don't see him being that kind of player. But that being said, Gettleman knows that if Daniel Jones doesn't work out, David Gettleman is gone. So if he doesn't work out next year, like if you're trying to replace the quarterback that you drafted four years after you've drafted him, anointed him, put great talent around him, 
Uh, and you're basically saying that I, I am no longer good at this job. And I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that the, the giants are, are going to do that. Plus Daniel Jones shows, shows me enough, he shows me enough as a runner, shows me enough as a competitor. That game the other night, he needed to get a first down. He just ducked his head and went right through somebody like yeah. who, what quarterbacks do that? Like he can, you can feel that he cares about his giants winning. They just, they're just not good enough. They're just plain and simple not good enough. They have to get so much better around him. And then maybe we'll be saying, Hey, you know, Daniel Jones, you know, he struggled a couple of years, but you know, talent around him, he's turned into a better player. I I think he is. I think he is the guy. And, and, to, and to Tiki's point, it is impossible to find great quarterbacks. Like, so trying to find good ones is even harder, yeah. right? Like great ones are once every 15, you know, years, you know, Absolutely. average ones, Good luck with that as well. So uh, he's 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 good enough for this team. Look what the Chiefs did without Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Not much. Yes. Well, guys, great uh, insight as always. Thank you to at Vegas Jake Jack for the question. A very good question as well. As we wrap up this episode of Betting with the Barbers, guys, just a since we didn't hit on it at the top of the show, just quickly, um, you, you we mentioned. I mean, once again, this the NFL tricks us. We thought we knew who the top teams were. And then suddenly, um, you know, these underdogs are coming through 10 underdogs covered the spread last week. Eight of them won outright kind of continuing the trend that we've talked from day one. Uh, there've been 48 outright underdog victories through eight weeks. So if you like a dog, it's worth jumping on the money yeah. line to get them. It absolutely what what right it, you're you're right, Ron. Like I was wrong about the Giants on the money line. I was right about the Pats on the money line, but the Giants covered by a lot, right? It was it was ten, right? They they, they lost by a field goal. So here's here's what's happening. I think the NFL has preached parity for so many years, right? right? Any on any given Sunday, remember that cliche that you've heard over and over again. Well, when you throw parity with a with a with a heavy dose of of unsettling or hero hero football or I don't know just mediocre performances on a week in and week out basis you get underdogs winning and mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to say that the you know the sharps are bad at their jobs but because I don't think that's the case at all but mm-hmm. I do think that it is one of the most unpredictable years in in in, in betting in a really really long time agree I to- totally agree and 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 so the one bet I did get right last week was Dallas Cooper Rush. You said without Dak, I said didn't matter. <laughs> uh, it's just one of the. It's just it's one of those years. I said it a, a, a couple of minutes ago. Meritocratic NFL is a good NFL. It makes it fun to watch. You don't know who week in week out who is going to rise to the occasion. And you look at the NFC right now. The West is still the best with Arizona and LA. Uh, you know, shock loss Tampa to to New Orleans even without uh, Jameis Winston. I can't wait to see how this season progresses because we just don't know. You start looking at numbers at this point in the year. You're halfway through or whatever we are through. Yeah. So the trends start speaking to you. And they're all lying to you. <laughs> Remember that. <laughs> oh, that's got to go out with that comment. <laughs> True. So well done. Uh, four teams get the weekend off. Seattle, Tampa Bay, Washington, and the 0-7 Detroit Lions, who, according to Superbook.com, 
are currently getting plus 10 and a half against the always tough bye week. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my rim shot? Come on. Oh, nice. Oh, Maybe we go out on that one. Nailed it, Rod. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the games uh, and as we gear up for week number nine. All right, bad dad joke. Cheers, guys. Such a dad joke. Oh, man. (laughs) Make sure to sign up at Superbook.com. Download the Superbook app for the latest odds and follow Superbook on social media at Superbook Sports. Betting with the Barbers airs on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And make sure you follow us on social media throughout the week for clips of the show and our picks. You can also check out the podcast version on Apple and Spotify too. For Ronde and Tiki Barber, I'm Ron Cruck. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next week for Betting with the Barbers. You've been locked into the Betting with the Barbers podcast. 10-5, touchdown Tiki Barber! intercepted, Ronde Barber! Presented by Superbook Sports. Featuring former All-Pro NFL stars Tiki and Ronde Barber. And featuring Ron Cruck. Subscribe, rate, follow, and review today and never miss out on the Barber Twins weekly betting advice. Tiki Barber takes it all the way, 62 yards. Rondé Barber broke up the play. Rondé Barber breaks it up. Want the best sports betting podcasts on the board? Look no further than GreenRollMedia.com each and every weekend. GreenRoll's covering the NFL, college football, and MMA better than anyone. Bringing you behind the counter of the most well-renowned sports books in Las Vegas. That's GreenRollMedia.com. GreenRollMedia.com. Home of the world's premier sports betting podcast network.